it's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Good morning on a Thursday. We're creeping closer to the weekend. Uh, Today's going to be a cold one. It already is a cold one. We'll talk about that more in just a minute, but we'll begin with some news. A public meeting is set for next week to discuss the cleanup of some contaminated land in Springfield. The land is the former site of the Kerr-McGee Railroad Tie Plant. That group in charge of cleaning it up will address residents about plans to sample the soil and groundwater in that area. Since 1907, Kerr-McGee treated railroad ties with creosote, uh, now known to possibly cause cancer, that chemical. Uh, the meeting is next Wednesday, February 22nd at the American Legion Post 676 in Springfield. That's been going on a long time. We were covering that for years. We have been indeed. Yes. Um, so we'll see what happens with the cleanup of it. Uh, A bill in the Missouri legislature right now would require insurance companies to include any amount paid by a drug assistance program as part of the out-of-pocket money paid by the patient. Assistance programs, of course, are intended uh, to make medications cheaper for people who uh, cannot afford them, Uh, but insurers don't count that money as deductibles and out-of-pocket expenses, forcing the patient then to cover the cost. So we'll see. Uh, Another bill in the legislature would make it easier for people with disabilities to work and still get health care through Medicaid. The bill would give people with disabilities the ability to earn more money from work before being phased out of Medicaid. Right now, people who make above the federal poverty level, about $14,000, have to pay extra to participate in Medicaid. Okay. It's a busy time in the legislature. We've covered a lot of stories that are... Yeah, yesterday too. There's lots of things, um, and it'll be interesting to see how they all pan out. So, yeah, Uh, Bass Pro Shops opening three new stores uh, this year and next. Niles, Ohio, outside Cleveland, will get a store later this year. Uh, Then new stores will open in Spring, Texas, outside Houston, and in Clifton Park, New York, which is outside Albany. Those will both open next year. Uh, Currently, Springfield-based Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, which of course it owns have 160 stores across the country. Amazing. Little Springfield store. And now look what it is. Uh, Visitors were not exactly banging down the door of hotels in Springfield in the last year, but they did have a steady stream. Occupancy at Springfield hotels dropped 1.7% to 63.6% in 2022, but increased prices meant more revenue. Room revenue for the year grew 10.6% compared with 2021. The average daily rate for those hotel rooms rose 10.7%. The average daily rate, $97.90 for a room in Springfield. I wish that the hotels that I was booking were $97.90 per night. Well, you weren't staying here, right? No. Um It's interesting that they rose 10.7% because I wonder if that is across the board Um, because many parents out there will know this season of life that we are in. Our kids are 9, 11, and 13. All three of them play competitive sports. Um, And so whether it's sports or band competitions or speech and debate competitions or whatever, you know that it often takes you out of town and you find yourself in a hotel. Uh, and I've looked on Expedia and booking.com, which I think is like the way to go. 
Uh, because I have friends, they're like, oh, I booked this using points. I'm like, I'm in a hotel every daggum weekend and I've never been able to book a room using points. What am I doing wrong? But as it turns out, um, I don't, I don't know that that's cheaper because on Expedia, I did find some for $97 per night. Um, as opposed to some of the ones that are like the team hotel, so to speak, that are way above that. Well, part of the problem in my experience is that you see $97 and 90 cents. And then by the time they're done with all the taxes and stuff, it's $165. Correct. That's what keeps yeah. happening to me. Right. Uh, but that, the way that I read the, this that, That's is, probably the case with this 9792. The average daily rate. Yeah, for the hotel room, that, which probably doesn't include taxes and fees. Well, okay, maybe. You're, you're probably right, but in my mind know. it did. So now you just like, yeah. Well, all I know is that the price is never what you think it's going to be. It's always much higher than that. Uh, all right, let's look at weather because uh, you're going to want to know the weather today. It's cold and getting colder by the hour. It's literally dropping all morning long. Uh, we're going to, let's see, what is it? What are 5 a.m.? Uh, 5 a.m. is not so bad, but then by... You know, 9 a.m. It's going to be freezing. 42, 5 a.m. And then 9 a.m. 34, uh, 3 o'clock, 33. And there, there could be some snow flurries and stuff this morning. It's not going to turn out to be anything, but it's just going to remind you that it is winter time in the Ozarks and that anything can happen. Uh, so it's going to be cold today, going to be cold tomorrow, sunshine tomorrow, uh, 43 tomorrow. So not as cold. And then uh, Saturday, it's going to be 50 with sunshine. And Sunday, 61 with sunshine. So again, the winter doesn't last long, just a couple of days, and we're back to uh, these more pleasant temperatures. By the way, I rode my bike yesterday. In yeah, shorts. the kids told me that. That's cool. It was lovely. Yeah, I bet it was. I was at work. That was lovely, too. <laughs> Look at you bringing home the bacon. Somebody's got to. Um, all right. You have a chance to hear from candidates for Springfield City Council in just a few weeks. The Neighborhood <laughs> Advisory Council will host candidates for a special forum on March 7th at 6 p.m. That is happening at the National Avenue Christian Church. Each candidate will give an opening and closing statement and will answer questions during that forum. It will be 90 minutes long. And then the uh, the election's coming up April, right? April election. Yeah. It is. is right. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's coming up in April. So that's why they're having that now. Uh, okay. This is interesting. Out of all the cities in the United States, which one of them is the best place to live if you work totally remotely? Well, the Wall Street Journal says the number one city in the entire country to live if you work remotely is Springfield, Missouri. And number Ooh, two. I need a like a clap track. Number two is Joplin. Isn't that amazing? Uh, so why, you ask? Well, low cost of living, high-speed internet available, and close airport. So you can leave <laughs> and go somewhere else if you want to. Uh, and now that the pandemic is over, it's estimated roughly 13%. I guess that's, I guess it's probably higher than it was, but it's still a fairly low number. 13% of Americans work fully remotely. Uh, so what they do is they leave the big cities making that paycheck that they're making there, bring it here, become the king of Springfield, and uh, and live themselves a nice life. Uh, by the way, Conway, Arkansas was number four, which that's a nice place. We've been to Conway. 
uh, very scenic. Uh, St. Louis was number eight, and Kansas City was number seven. So Midwest, low cost of living is, is the place to be. We already know that. We're here, though, which means we can't go anywhere else because <laughs> it'll be more expensive. Um, we can rent a shack <clears throat> in the mountains. I'd be okay with that. Okay. Uh, speaking of Kansas City, another huge celebration there yesterday. No doubt you saw this. The Chiefs rode in a victory parade to celebrate the team's third Super Bowl championship as a franchise, their second in just the past four years. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people packed out Grand Boulevard and Union Station yesterday to see the Chiefs riding in those double-decker buses. MVP Patrick Mahomes sporting a WWE championship belt for some reason uh, as he celebrated with the crowd. But it was a good time. And uh, great to see Chiefs fans welcoming the Chiefs back home and celebrating another Super Bowl championship. Very exciting. <clears throat> um, this Saturday is a great day to enjoy a winter classic, donate to a good cause. Uh, it is the annual Sertoma Chili Cook-Off. Yeah. And it's always tasty, honestly. It's a big deal. Um, That's a big I've deal. I've been a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, it has been going on since before I was born, folks. It started in 1981. Uh, so it's a staple for a lot of people. Uh, you can taste test various chili recipes created by businesses around the area. Proceeds go to the Girls and Boys Clubs of Springfield. And uh, you can attend Saturday from 11 to 5 at the Expo Center. Yeah, the Satoma Club does such a great job with that uh, year in and year out. I got to speak with a, a couple of different Satoma Clubs here locally. And uh, just great people doing great work and uh, benefits to Boys and Girls Clubs. And the chili ain't bad either, you know, chili depending on who made it. Um, I do love the chili cook-off because I've never judged the chili cook-off. I once judged an apple pie eating uh, contest, which so did you. And it made me not love the apple pie eating contest. As it turns out, I'd rather just go sample the ones that look tasty rather than be the judge and have to taste all of them. Yeah, the problem, we jumped at the chance to judge an apple pie uh, contest because, hey, that's fantastic. But then uh, 71 bites of pie later, we realized it wasn't the best <laughs> idea in the world. And and to be honest, the people who were last, I don't know that they got a fair shot <laughs> because we were just, we just wanted to be done with, with apple pie. Yeah. We 71, sick, think about I 71 bites I was afraid that we might. Pie. Cause I lecture my children about eating too much sugar and how it's going to make him sick. And then it does sometimes Halloween. You can almost bank on it, but, uh, chili. I, I like chili. I don't want to dislike chili. Therefore I think I'll go as a participant, not a judge. Yeah. I'm snobbish with my chili. If I I'll take a look at it. And if it's not the, the type of chili that I, I just, I'll pass altogether. I don't, I don't want to even try it because I don't like the big chunks. Uh, I don't like it soupy. Uh, I like my chili a certain way. And I think most people are like that with chili. They have a certain way they like the chili. And uh, don't deviate from that. because. Um, let me tell you who has good chili. McAllister's. McAllister's. I, I live with that. an echo chamber, people. McAllister's, I think chili was discovered by me. I thought <laughs> it was good. Ethan then tried it, and now he enjoys it. Okay. That's, I'm sure that's probably how it went. That's actually um, probably quite opposite because I do eat from his plate regularly. McAllister's is really good chili. It doesn't have any beans, uh, which is the original way chili was made. 
uh, I think we've talked about this before. I feel deja vu, but I did a story uh, years ago with a woman who won the uh, world championship of chili making. Yeah, and you she, did. We yes, Darlene was her name. Darlene. It was Darlene. Yeah, and she. I, uh, I went I to her house. From, and she. We t- we did a story about it, and I tasted the chili. She said that the key with chili that's being judged it is it's got to be over flavored. So, the the chili that she makes, like for the the church when she goes to church and has a and and makes chili and everybody buys chili and gives it to the missions or whatever. Uh, she does that isn't the chili that she made for the world championship. The world championship was packed with flavor. It was hot, it was spicy, and because the tasters only taken one bite, right? Uh, but the people at the church are gonna be eating a whole bowl of it and they can't, it's too much. It's too much. So she tones uh, it down for big batches that she's gonna make for people. But for funny the, that you've for had the, contest, the best chili because I, sir, have had the best pizza. Um, when we were still at KY, I did a story years ago, so many years ago of a place. Gosh, I hope I don't butcher their name. It's in Gasville, Arkansas. I believe it's called Nima's. Is it Nima's? Nemo's? I go to a place in Africa called Nima's. And so now I don't know. Pizza? Nemo's? No. What city? Gasville. I think it's in Gasville, Arkansas. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Anyway, they won the world championship pizza competition in Las Vegas. Nima's N I M A S. That's it. Yes. Okay. Their pizza was phenomenal. It was, it was well, phenomenal. we did we go down. We had to, we went down there after that just to try it. Did we probably, yeah, we did. We did. Cause you brought some home and I mean, it was, you know, hours old pizza. So, but we went down there, just made a special trip and took, I think the kids were super young. So we took them and gave them baby food. I feel like that's something we would do. So. Back when we had time to do that sort of thing, we'd we'd do that. (laughs) Gone are the days, my friend. Speaking of the Uh, hotels, right? Gone are the days. Now the kids have grown up and they need a hotel so that they can play soccer. Just kidding. Out of town every weekend. Uh, One more thing. Uh, That iconic box of chocolates from the movie Forrest Gump will be on display at a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Uh, I'm not sure which one at this point. The company bought the box for $25,000. It was a movie prop, so it was filled with sand while Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, was sitting there on the bench talking to the people. Uh, It was autographed by Tom Hanks, but now that will sit uh, at some Ripley's Believe It or Not. And it's funny because we just watched Forrest Gump for the first time with the kids. And it was really the first time I'd seen it in more than 20 years. It came out in 94. Uh, so I hadn't seen it in a long time. We watched it through VidAngel, which blocked out all the sex stuff and all the cursing because there was a lot more than I remember. Uh, but anyway, so the kids could watch it. We didn't have to worry about it. Uh, and some of them liked it. Some of them were bored to tears. Which category was I in? You were bored to tears. It was you fell weird. Asleep. I like you do in every movie. I woke up at the end. So when I first watched it, I remember loving it, and I don't know what. Ha- it's not that I disliked it, but I was like, okay, let's get on with the program already. And it felt really slow this it time around. Slow. But yeah, I also I, hadn't seen it 
since 94. Who am I kidding? I didn't see it in 94. I was barely like, I wasn't old enough to watch that movie in 94. <laughs> but I did watch it after that. And I remember liking it. But um, yeah, it was like a week ago we watched it. And I thought, man, this is the slowest movie ever. Yeah, it was Move a lot slower it. than I remember it. But but it was it was, uh, it was was good. I enjoyed it. And some of the kids did. The kids with good taste. <laughs> Who will remain name nameless? Uh, all right. Hey, that's it for us. Thank you for watching. Uh, bundle up today and tomorrow. And then, uh, well, we'll see you tomorrow. And then, well, you're on your own for the weekend. I don't know. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye.